Harry Q. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, we have an awesome solo episode today. We're excited to get into it. We're going to be doing a bunch of different things. First off, we're going to talk about Slime Language 2 and how we felt about that. Next up, we're going to talk about uh, our advice for living in LA. And then, what's the last thing? And then we're going to try the cacti drink. The cacti we're drink. We're a little late. Shout out Travis but, Scott. We're a little late, yeah. but we got but the they're on death pack, mode pack here. came in. LA is flooded with <laughs> yeah. cacti. We're going to give I our I bet you other states aren't. You want to? Yeah, I wonder. I well, wonder. I saw it at like Target. So I yeah. feel like, okay, if Target has it, I know. Like, I saw it people like are getting it. But yeah, too. the big cities, people got it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to try it. Yeah, I've heard I'm it tastes super like excited. I've heard that too, but I wouldn't even know what that tastes like. So I'm, oh, I'm excited really? to just bring my general seltzer perspective. Yeah. Um, but let's jump into Slime Language 2. How did you feel about that album? You were saying you liked uh, I it. I really liked it. Like, it made me a little nostalgic of just, like, 2016 and just, like, how so much good music was just dropping all the time. Mm. Like, just, like, albums like Cardi and Uzi and uh, even, like, ASAP and other artists that I would like literally listen to every song and be like, wow, all of these songs are fucking awesome. So, and I haven't heard anything like that since, I don't know, like maybe last year around this time. I mean, not even. Baby Pluto was good, Um, like really good. So I would say that one's fire, but I don't know. This album just made me feel different. Like I just... Really liked every song. The features were really good. I wasn't expecting Drake to be on it. So I'm mm. a big Drake head. And I loved his song on there. Solid. And Kid Cudi on there. Oh, my God. Like, that hyped me up. Even, like, the Travis Scott song. And just, um, you know, just, like, seeing how Thug put so many artists on. Yeah. And... You know, like, a lot of these artists even, like, aren't that big yet. So, like, this is going to, like, blow them up even more. And he just, like, shows mad love to people that are influenced by him, clearly. And, you know, kind of have that same flow, but also, like, have their own flow, too. And that's obviously why he put them on there. But... Um, it's even a lot like of Young different KO, generations. Yeah. Young Ko, I was listening to a few years ago, and you know he's blowing up now. And like the fact that he's with them is like so dope. He's mad young too, um, but I think he's really talented. And yeah, just it's such a good look. Koi Ray on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I loved that song. And yeah, like I literally like pretty much every song on it which is like hard for me to say honestly i'm very like yeah i think there was just like a very high level on this one and across the board and that is tough for like 20 it's 20 plus songs yeah that's tough but there's just so much going on right and i mean it's mainly about gunna and young thug on Mm -hmm. this thing but they definitely passed the ball all over the place and are there's they? just different vibes for everybody, too. Like, there's songs for the girls. Sure, like, there's right, songs right. for the dudes. There's turn-up songs. There's, like, songs you can just smoke to. Like, 
songs you could dance to. Now they're doing all these like dances for the songs, which the ski, I think is so the ski smart. Dance. Yeah, the, the ski, ski one, the ski challenge, and I think they're doing one for a different song too. I'm pretty sure I saw someone post something, but I think like the way they're pushing it, and they just dropped the deluxe too. Yeah, which I gotta. Check I haven't out. listened to that yet. Um, a lot of drops. Shit, today. like what else can you give us? Like, oh my god, yeah. it's so exciting. It's a, and then it's a good time. You know, get fucked up and that yeah. go. Like we heard before, like this dropped, and those were both really good songs. Like get fucked up with that old like DJ Screw type beat, like. I don't know, the vibe of that was just, like, really cool to me. And um, just, like, the way the artists flow together with, obviously, like, their voices are different. Like, they're not, they're definitely influenced by Young Thug, of course. But, like, the way they all have their own style and flow is, like, really cool and how collectively, like, they flow together. Um, they make it work. So my yeah. question is, are they the hottest group in the rap game shit i mean i think they're definitely doing like a lot right now compared to other groups like, i think they're doing asap mob is definitely great. one of my favorite groups but they haven't really been doing too much i heard that uh cozy tapes the new cozy tapes is gonna drop this year oh, okay um but you and know I've heard, like i've heard rocky's working on music as well yeah yeah. Um, yeah. And, and but I've just like what, what YSL is doing, like they're doing like clothes and merch and like the way they're pushing everything. I think like they're definitely one of the hottest right now. Yeah. And I think this, the, the step up from Slime Language 1 to Slime mm -hmm. Language 2 is such a big step up. And um, so what's, what's your favorite song on there? Oh, favorite of them all. Fuck. So hard. Uh, honestly, I don't even know. I'll I go think first. like I think um, superstar is like a really good one. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanna be a superstar. Facts. Get a and lot I of money, drive fancy cars. <laughs> and then he says he says this line, and it's like um, he was just saying like Young Thug was saying like something about being real. And I liked that a lot. Like, it was just like... Well, I think that's his reputation, too. He's, yeah. like, the most solid guy out. Yeah. And he's, like, the new Gucci Mane in a mm. lot of ways. Like, he's the one who everyone, like, looks up to. Mm -hmm. But also, he's the one, like, providing all this opportunity. Yeah. I think the cosign... The cosign wasn't really happening for a little bit. Like, ever since, like... The last couple of years, it felt like the cosign was less of a big deal. You can just be this artist that comes out of nowhere mm. and have a good song and yeah. like make it happen. But like, and I think the cosign's coming yeah, back around. Yeah, and I think it it's like different from signing to like a normal label ran by like people that don't make music, and then like a label with an artist that's been making music and actually has genuine like love for. The people that he's working with yeah have i you think seen that's the, like uh, a big difference and i think like if you're gonna sign to a label like that's something that's important like if you want to be real and authentic and like be appreciated for what you do like i think that's like just such a beautiful opportunity like all the artists that 
are part of YSL because it's just so authentic and it's just like real love and like you're gonna probably get further in a way than like if you're signed to a label that is just trying to make money off you straight up yeah exactly and like young thug knows how to make money like he has plenty of like ways he makes money as his clothing brand and like all this different shit so it's like he's you know ready, he's, he's not ready to play the long game yeah, yeah the very long game with all mm-hmm. his signees um so i think my favorite song was proud of you super hyped league yeah next week and young ko got on it and yeah. that's he's probably my it's funny favorite that you say like that new youngin when I first heard that song, I was like, eh, I don't really like this. And then T was like, Tori, I love this song. Mm-hmm. Like, it just reminds me of us and our friend group and, like, how supportive in yeah. supportive we are of each other. And, like, that's what it reminded me of. And I was like, word. Like, and I listened to it a few more times. And I was like, okay, this is growing on me now. I do like it. But I just thought it was, like, a little corny at first. Like, Uzi, I am proud of you. Like... It was just a little, like, repetitive for me and, like, eh. But then, like, I just thought about it more and, like, you know, relating the music more to, like, your real life and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's it's really hard now to kind of be, you know, to, like, be outwardly bigging up anything is kind of, like, hard. Like, you get made fun of for being, like, a dick rider and yeah. all this stuff. And so I I like that that, like, you know, breaks the trend in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. of, like, no, like, there's this other, like, you know, Young Thug saw Lil Uzi Vert come up from nothing. I I remember their early songs, and it's, like, you know, bigging up, big up another artist. It's all love, and, you know, they've both been on a very long journey and seen each other come a very long way. So I think that's, like, a very sentimental song. We both went to that show, right? Which one? With Young Thug and Uzi. No. Oh, you didn't which go to one that did one? You, which one was that? That was wow. in like 2015 or 16. Um, and it was in Lowell at the Lowell Auditorium, I think. And yeah, it was Young Thug's show. Uzi opened up and it was just lit. I think I'm pretty sure it was this one or another one, but uh, Divine Council opened up and that's how I got put on to them and like Icy Twad and like Icy Twad's one of my favorite producers. Um, But yeah, that show was crazy and like at that time, I wasn't like huge into Young Thug either. Oh, so this was... I wasn't and like seeing him perform, I was like, holy fuck, like he's mad talented and like that's when I started listening to him more. Um, I think it took a lot of people a lot of time to catch on. Yeah. Because I remember like that 2015-2016 era, Young Thug was kind of hesitating to drop this High Tunes album and Fetty Wap was just huge and his album was selling huge and you know, yeah. 300 Entertainment where Young Thug is signed and is pretty much the flagship artist with Megan Thee Stallion like he was not that and yeah. so he's just come like a long way so um I, i'm just happy to see you know the dividends being being paid off mm-hmm. for him for but real. um i think we should get into our yeah, next let's topic, get into it um, so which is all about la so kind of set up what we want to talk about so first we're going to talk about 
um, how we moved to LA because me and he both like had different ways of moving out here and everybody has their own like way of moving somewhere like some people want to have so much money saved up and some people go with like nothing and they make they make it happen so you know it's all about your drive and like what what made you get here and we're going to talk about that and then just like you know areas if you want if you're planning to move to LA like areas we would recommend areas we wouldn't recommend you know the negatives and positives of all of everything and you know just different things to expect so do you want to start with yeah your move? so my move I drove across the country <laughs> Um, I was very like set on doing this and I thought I'd be doing it in the summer and this trip didn't happen for me until winter. So I kind of rushed through it more than I would have wanted to and COVID was still going on pretty heavily. So I had just like long 10 hour driving days. I wanted it to be more of like, a, oh, let me go hang out and check out all these little towns. And I did a little bit of touristing Denver. I absolutely love downtown Denver. That really stands out. Um, I got to go to Milwaukee and visit a grade school friend of mine, lifelong friend of mine, and that was really fun. But doing it that way, I realized after I looked at like mm. five days of like paying for a hotel every night and like eating out is like a very expensive way to go mm. about moving across the country. So uh, unless you really just want to have that experience and make it like a vacation, I I wouldn't like people. yeah yeah do yeah. do like that road like trip whole... vibe um, and you know I talked to a couple of people about doing the drive with me and having them just like come on the drive and then fly back a little mm -hmm. later um, but because I didn't have like a super set up living situation it just didn't uh, it didn't work out that way but um, talk about your experience so. My experience, I did save up like a good amount of money. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. about what is the minimum you think you should save up and what is some, what is a number where you think like, okay, you'll be mm -hmm. comfortable. So I would say like, if you need to buy furniture for your place, like you have to think about all these things because... If you're going to go to like a co-living place, then they'll have like furniture and stuff and you don't have to worry about that. But if you're going to literally like move out here and get right to like finding a place and plan on like buying furniture and, um, you know, not just furniture, but like, you know, plates and cups and utensils and towels and like all that shit that you're going to need. Um, all that stuff adds up. It adds up and then just having like money for your first month, last month, deposit, um, you know, if your credit's not that good, you have to put that into consideration because you're going to have to drop a bigger deposit mm. or you might not get approved. So make sure your credit is good because that is going to be hard, especially if you're getting your own place, which I did. So in, if you're moving with somebody else, like it's still going to be like, part of the problem because you're going to be on the lease or if you're not on the lease then you don't have to worry about it but you know i saved up like 10k mm -hmm. to move here and, and that was and that's just what because, t and kev did as well too, and that's right? only because i was just making it and had that money like i was able to save it so i had no excuses and i had money blocks and stuff so like 
if I didn't have that much money, I might have like, you know, just put myself down and maybe not believed that I can make it happen. But, you know, that definitely helped me because I didn't have to get a job right away. You know, like I was comfortable, was comfortable with like move putting price. down 3000 I had to put down like $3,000 yeah. just to get my place and, and pay for the first almost month. Almost anywhere you're going to do 3000 At least. Up. So yeah. like I would say come out with at least $5,000. Right. For sure. And then, you know, just start grinding and like all that. And, you know, I shipped my car out here. Yeah. What so company did like, you do that with? Um, fuck. No, I can't I remember the name. Yeah. But there's so many. Like, I looked through like multiple websites. Like, there's so many. And like, it also depends like how old your car is and what kind of car it is because, you know, they could charge a little more. And if you want it to be covered, it's mm. more money. Like if it's uncovered, it's less money. Like there's all these different things. And also like I put all of my stuff, obviously I didn't bring furniture, but all of my clothes, my shoes, like little things, my just whatever things I had, I literally put in my car. car. So like I didn't have to like get rid of things that I didn't want to or whatever. Like I brought what I really wanted to bring and I paid a little extra, like a hundred dollars extra to be able to like put more weight in the car. And um, yeah, it was like a smooth process. It was a little like not communicative with the company. Like it was a little sketchy at first. I was kind of freaked out because I was like, all my shit is in the car and like their communication wasn't that great. But it worked out like, but yeah, I would say, you know, save at least five grand to comfortably move, but you don't have to do that either. Like if you have the money for rent or even if like you want to live out of an Airbnb at first until you find a place or do co-living, co-living is like super cheap if you're not, yeah. if you're so cool I started with, like, with a living co-living. with other people. I so did that, that. I did that for the first two months and that was kind of the way that I was able to go explore different neighborhoods, go shopping. And you meet people right away when you get here, which is like also good because those are, Mm-hmm. A lot of times like locals or people who've been here a little while have more experience than you. Mm-hmm. They can tell you where to go for food and give you like great recommendations on places to check out. Yeah. Um, so I like that experience. But then, you know, the co-living, you don't have like any privacy mm-hmm. and it can be kind of it can be kind of tough. You can be in like some like sketchy neighborhoods mm-hmm. and, you know, there has to be kind of like a trust between you and your roommates because every co-living situation is kind of different. So Mm -hmm. you have to be in a situation where you feel like, okay, these are some strangers that I can put like a little bit of trust in. So you don't feel like, oh man, uh, like stuff is going missing. And then there's suspicion that's, uh, split between like a large group. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's a tough situation to be in. Um, talking about neighborhoods, what are the different neighborhoods for LA specifically that you think somebody just moving here in our like mid twenties age group Mm -hmm. should look at? So before I moved here, people recommended K-Town to me, a lot of people, because there's a lot of like college students that live here and like, you know, a lot of younger people. Um, yeah. And it's just like city, like, you know, it's right next to downtown and downtown is just like super dirty and like there's a lot of 
homeless people. Right. Uh, it's not that safe. It's it's not. It's one of the worst downtowns. Yeah. For big cities, it's, it's one of the worst. It's pretty gross and dirty. So I would say, like, unless you have money to get, like, your own parking spot in a garage and, like, pay the rent that they have down there, then I wouldn't really, like, recommend that. But, like, K-Town isn't horrible, but it's also, like, if you're scared of like walking around late at night and like if it's gonna give you anxiety then I wouldn't because it isn't that safe like I have the citizen app so I always get notified when shit's going on and mm. there's always there's always something going down in K-Town I hear helicopters above my building there's like streets blocked off like people trying to like find somebody that just stole a car you know like there's just like a lot of shit that goes down but um and like the parking sucks that's like another thing like you yeah, need to find a place that a offers like parking because if not you're gonna like be moving your car all the time and my car got hit when it was parked like i def would recommend like finding a place that offers parking or at least has a garage in the area because uh, the parking enforcement out here does not fucking play. Even in the middle of a pandemic, they will give you a $90 ticket for oh, yeah. parking somewhere that has two-hour parking, and you went over that. So we've been here less than a year. How many tickets have you gotten? I've gotten at least, like, five tickets. I've gotten three tickets. Yeah. And, then and that was, I was like, talking, $200 plus. Um, T said she got, like, oh my more God. than, T got more than so both of us. Many. Yeah, she's so, gotten so many, and it's rough. Her area does not. She's in K Town too. They do not have garages around there either. So, but one thing I would say is that most of the apartment buildings do have like on-site parking. Yeah, most of them do. So that's definitely something to look out for, and like when you're looking for a place to like. You know, look, I looked on Zillow, apartments.com, like all of those different things. I looked on Craigslist, actually. I found mine uh, through Craigslist, Mm -hmm. both of mine. Yeah, like there's all different ways to find a place. And then like, don't just like go and see the place and be like, okay, this is it. Like look into like Google reviews, like... Because that's where you see, like, the real shit that's going on. Like, the the person that's showing you the place is always going to tell you all the great things and try right. to just sell, sell it to you. But you need to, like, be smart and look into, like, Google, Google reviews. Like, one of the first places I looked at was in K-Town, and it was, like, pretty nice, but... Then I looked up the reviews and mad people were like, oh, yeah, homeless people just come in here and sleep in the halls and, like, there's bed bugs and roaches or whatever so like that's something to look into and also just like um you know just look around don't just like settle for whatever yeah what are a couple other neighborhoods so i was thinking van nuys is Mm -hmm. also like kind of an affordable neighborhood it's on the other side of the hills what are some other neighborhoods van nuys is nice but I and I thought about moving there at first, but it's also far. Very far. It's yeah, far. it's not like, like central. if you are planning to work in LA and like get gigs in LA, I would you'd not have like an hour commute because you probably, would have at least in traffic, an hour commute with traffic, traffic. exactly. Like, Which there's a traffic that's at prime pretty time far. Hours. So 
Like, there's so many different, like, parts of L.A. That's what I didn't really understand at first. It's sprawling, like, yeah. There's Culver the City, Mid-City, like, that area is, like, more west and, like, more, like, it's not so loud and noisy, like, around K-Town and stuff. Um, and also, but Pas- it is a little more I like, expensive. I like Pasadena, which is nice and quiet and... Mm. Uh, more like family oriented, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what you were saying, Culver City, a little more expensive. Um, oh, there's a spot right near there, Inglewood. I was uh, recommended Inglewood because these spots are all kind of like close to downtown LA, close yeah. to Fairfax and Melrose, but, but not is, too far. Inglewood's cheap, but it's not that safe. Correct. Either. Yeah. Like, and so you you're always be careful. It's like, always going to be a balance. A woman, like, you know, you really got to be safe. Have a fucking taser on you. Like, I got a taser when I moved out here. And, you know, just be aware of your surroundings. And, like, you know, if you're not worried and, like, attracting that energy, then, like, you should be good. But, you know, you just got to be aware of your surroundings. Like, I'm a DJ and going to be, like, DJing all summer. And I have to park a block and a street down in this garage and once I walk out of the garage I have all these homeless tents and you know vans of people that are just living there and as a woman I don't feel that safe but that's like something that's like you know next place I get I'm definitely gonna be somewhere safer where I have like a parking spot that I'm not like worried about anything happening to me and like you know, that's like something I'm seeing more and more people like moving out of here because they're saying it's dangerous and like all this shit. And, you know, it's like there's danger everywhere at the end of the day. It's really about like just being aware of your surroundings and, you know, just looking into whatever makes you feel comfortable too. like. I had a nightmare about somebody breaking into my apartment and I'm like, hmm, like maybe that's a sign that Yeah, you don't, don't want to live that like safe, that. You don't want to you know, live with that. The anxiety. On you. So um, you know, just depending on your budget, that's where you're gonna kind of figure out where you wanna live in LA at first. Um, like the more east and like south you go, it's cheaper. The more like west you go, it's more expensive. Because that's closer to the water, yeah. closer to the ocean. Yeah. So, and it just depends how you live. Like if you're fine with living in a tiny ass apartment and like you can live like that, then do it. If you're more comfortable having your own space that needs to be a little more space spacious, then like look into that, you know? Like my place is like a perfect size for myself like it's not too small I saw like smaller apartments than this when I was looking and working from home I need like a cozy ass space so that's something that was like important to me and just like little things like if you want like a garbage disposal if you want a bathtub if you want like somewhere without roaches like you know, you really got to like look into all the little details of that. Yeah, my current apartment actually has a spider issue and it's oh. kind of a seasonal one, but yeah. the spiders are out right now. I have a fucking like, roach uh, issue here. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've seen it. It's them. just like an old building. Right. So like they're just crawling in the walls and like I am super clean, never lived with roaches and it's it freaks me out. It grosses me out. And thankfully I don't see like a lot in my apartment. Like I'll see one here and there. But um and I'm going to actually get an exterminator. But I just, I don't see that helping. Like, my neighbors literally have lived here for 10 years. They said, like, yeah, the exterminator will work for, like, two months, and then they'll be back. Because mm. uh, they just literally crawl through these tiny holes that are just in the wall that they don't, like, cover up and stuff. And they've been living longer than us, so <laughs> they're not going anywhere. They're Right. They're the <laughs> residents. Um, well, I, I used to live in New York, so... I am used to like a very tiny apartment and seeing like mice everywhere. So I I just guess I'm built for it. Yeah. But um should we try out the cacti? Yes. You wanna grab that? Um okay, so it's three flavors. Every box comes with nine. Yeah. So three of strawberry, three of lime, three of pineapple. And we're gonna give this a try. I like the packaging, first of all. I like, I like the, the packaging. Logo. I thought the marketing was pretty good with this too. Yeah, like he had I a cool like, rollout. I saw some like posters in LA. There's de it. it's definitely being advertised in LA. Which one are you starting with? Uh I'll probably do pineapple. Okay, I'll do I'll do strawberry for sure. Is that in the way back? Okay, thank you. 7% alcohol. That's pretty, that, that's a high percentage for like a... For like a seltzer, right? Uh, yeah, for a seltzer, that's like a beer really would high. be 8, 9? No, What's beers beer? are like 3%, aren't they? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think they're like 3% or something. So 7 is like pretty high pretty i don't know loaded. how much is in like a four loco also mm -hmm. i love how this is all like natural it says it's made 100 percent premium blue agave from mexico and natural flavors for refreshing bold taste it's lit so that's really cool and um it doesn't have much sugar whoops oh. Oh my God. <laughs> it's okay do we have paper towel yeah um my bad i actually do that a lot which is kind of funny me too i'll be drinking like and spill it just on be my like, face how stupid are you <laughs> um and there's only three grams oh wait no less than a gram of sugar which is like rare for like one of these like soft drinks right usually it's usually like usually they have mad like sugar as much sugar as a soda so okay. All right, let's try Chen Chen. Oh, oh my god. god. Right, my bad. That, that I think these are a little too filled up here. I def get the four loco vibe. I def get the yeah, taste alcoholic. Like sometimes you can't really yeah. tell with a seltzer. This mm. one you can very much tell. I actually like this a lot more than like regular seltzers though. I'm not a big seltzer fan at yeah, all. Yeah, me neither. And it's crazy because I've always liked seltzer water. Okay. So like the fat, and I like vodka. So the fact that but I don't, together, like, I'm not, not crazy them. about vodka seltzer, like, I don't know. 
but this gives me more of like a juice like taste than like a regular seltzer like it has like it tastes like it's mixed with juice yeah yeah that this kind of like i guess this would be the agave would be the yeah. juice which probably yeah exactly and I like how the they're different on both of these. Do, like, do you kind of get like a mimosa vibe? Colors. Yeah, you can show the camera. Different colors. Um, mimosa? No, not really. Not as much. What do you think of kind of artists stepping into this product role where they used to kind of just take brand deals from a big brand and now it's like, let's just make a brand from the ground up? I think it's dope. Um, I mean, there's just so many ways we can make money mm. ourselves now. And it's like, why limit yourself and only do what like you know how to do best? It's like once you have money and like connections, it's so easy to just start your own. Not, I'm sure it's not that easy, but you know, it's easier to start your own off-brand thing and make bigger plays, yeah. And make bigger plays and like be able to just have that money for yourself, you know? It's not like going to these big companies, they're not using you for your clout or anything. Um so yeah, I think it's really cool. Okay, so final review, what do you give the uh cacti spiked seltzer? In the realm of Spike Seltzers, what do you rate it one out of ten? Honestly, I'll give it like a nine. Because I'm also tempted to give it like a nine. Like there's very yeah. little drawback. This is very good. It is good. It's like sometimes I have a hard time like drinking seltzers too. Like sometimes they're like a little too fizzy for me to like take a big sip of. And like I like sip like big gulps. You know, so like if it's too fizzy and like making me burp or whatever, like I don't like that and making you like mad bloated. And I don't know, I feel like this wouldn't make me feel as bloated. And it's probably because there's more alcohol than seltzer, which is cool because, you know, you can drink like probably two of these and feel nice and not have to drink like four or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. I fuck with it, though. Awesome. Good job, Trav. Me too. And Do so your I thing. Think, I think that's it for our episode today. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening and hanging out. I think something I wanted to mention, I definitely want to review uh, Michigan Michigan Boat, Lil Yachty's new album oh, yeah. next week. We'll so let's do that definitely next week. do that next week. We'll both listen to it mm -hmm. um, extensively. Um, anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Tune in next week. Peace.